Dark greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of What We Talk About in the Shadows. Let me introduce you to your gracious and most gracious. wonderful host, <laughs> my sweet lady wife. Oh, that's just because I poured you a drink. Yes. So that makes me gracious and sweet. And sweet. <laughs> Cheers. Which, Cheers. What are we drinking, Santos? Um, today's episode is brought to you by tequila. Really good tequila made by Sammy Hager. It's Santos, right? Um, Santos. Santos. Yeah. Yes. It's a saint. Yes. So, you know, kind of keeping with the whole... Unholy Unholy, thing. unholy... This is like holy water. Actually, it's very delicious. So, cheers. <laughs> okay, so tonight's episode, or this episode, was called, uh, The Night Market. Um, I... So a couple things that I loved about it, I fucking lost my mind with the staging because it was sumptuous for the eyes, right? So I was watching it again today and it was like everywhere the camera panned, there was something happening. And I was like, thank God FX threw money at this shit because for the first season, you're just basically like in the house the whole season, yep. right? There were a couple yep. of locations, but most of it is kind of easy. It felt like your routine sitcom which is the 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 fourth wall was down and what do you mean the fourth wall's down yeah like like friends there's only the three walls and the okay. fourth wall is the camera oh uh, so now is that fourth wall is knocked down there's on location filming there's staging there's all sorts of things they're filming on the streets yeah yeah, yeah. like they're going in the subway and they're going so in television, breaking the fourth wall is basically when they're acknowledging that there's an audience. Yeah. And I think kind of the premise of a fake um, documentary would be that, I mean, right. that there's that's been knocked down. But the first part of the uh, of of the first season was all done in the studio, I guess. That's was, true. That's like it was like. all like a set, like, like one a, set piece, like a Seinfeld, like a Friends, like yeah. And you kind of, I think. Even though they're probably limited with funding in order in yeah. order to do that, I think it really helped them like flesh out the characters more because you couldn't like rely on special effects and um, cockroach fairies to kind of like bring in the gags and the laughs, right? Correct. Um, but I did have a question for you and about the night market, so I wanted to ask you. I have a couple questions about the night market. The first question I want to ask you is, um, where is your favorite night market? Like in, in fantasy and sci-fi, like the, if you could like think, like have, have where have you seen that before that it, that it like reminded you of? I remember seeing stuff like that in. Um, you always go further back than I'm thinking. You always surprise me with your answers. No, so I was thinking of uh, Jumanji the movie, the last one. Uh, I was thinking. Oh, that's right. I was thinking okay. of um, that Star Trek that you watch all the mm -hmm. time. That, mm -hmm. that they live in a in a space station. Oh, Deep Space Nine. Right. Yeah, they do have like a bazaar. Right. Yeah, they do have a, the um, promenade. Okay, got you. It looked like Harry Potter. Yeah, definitely had some Harry Potter vibes. Yeah. Definitely um, Hellboy vibes. I was like, so Hellboy. that that was gonna be the next one would be Hellboy yeah. when when he's roaming around, but. Uh, Judge Dredd, was it? Or was it, um, 
where Sylvester Stallone <laughs> comes back to Rambo. life. No, comes no. back to life and goes underground in San in San Angeles. Cop no, no, it wasn't Copland. <laughs> God damn it! Come on, that would be funny though. I know. Thank um, you. <laughs> where he goes and Dennis Leary is is the the leader of the oh, of the oh, group. Oh oh oh! The one where the where the shells are yeah, how you wipe Judge, your butt. Not Judge Dread. <gasps> How come I not remember this? Anyway, so it reminded me of that more than what anything else. That's actually a cute movie with Wesley. Yeah, Wesley, yeah, Wesley Snipes, Snipes. It's like the murderer. And, yeah, and the guy oh, from um, Beetlejuice. Uh, yes. Oh, that guy died, and not too long ago. Yes. Poor thing. Yes. And so, okay, Sandra Bullock, of course. Sylvester Stallone movie future. Yeah. Let's see. I in isn't it great that we can do that now? Right. You know, like before we would have to remember those things. And it's saying Demolition Man. Demolition Man. Demolition yes. Man. So it reminded mm-hmm. me of Demolition Man when he goes underground. Yeah. He's like, what's the smell? Oh, they're just grilling rats. Remember, oh, yeah. I remember when they were eating the, the rats burgers. and then they yeah. ate the, he ate the taco anyway. Yeah. Which I think by that point he was like sick and tired of eating whatever they Exactly. But anyway, to pivot back, it reminded you of when they went down into the sewers. Okay, yeah, that's a really great... See, I knew you were going to surprise me. I knew your brain was going to bring something up. Yeah, what else? It it also reminds me of the nights in Hong Kong and, uh, you know, the Far East when you go to the night markets. Yeah. And you eat all sorts of things, and people sell you all sorts of things, and you that's can true. buy. I mean, anytime. I think that's what that's patterned after. I Those think sort in New of York, like um, open air. It's patterned after one of those open air markets, yeah, where people could people sell like um, all yeah. different types of things. And a lot of now, most of those places, because I watch a lot of Food Network, is a food or travel show. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. we were there. San Francisco in- had a good joint mission. Uh, district that was like a night market and then it, it was right Did at the border right at the border with Chinatown and even Chinatown in San Francisco is amazing because you go at 2 o'clock in the morning walking about and there's food oh vendors. that's what Nandor said it was like Nandor said it was like Chinatown it was sticky <laughs> <laughs> which I just love I, I'm telling you this I fall in love with this show more and more, and like we, I rewatched this today to get ready for tonight, and I just found myself laughing out loud. And I know the jokes are coming, but I'm still laughing at meatballs and brown water. I'm like, yeah. seriously, it's freaking killing me. I was, yeah, they make me laugh. So yeah, Nandor's description of the open air night market, like it was like Chinatown, and then his description was that it was sticky. I was like, <laughs> pretty funny. And um, I really want to go to Chinatown. It's um, yeah. I really want to get, get some fried some rice. Some food. I want to get some fried rice. Oh, I want some good rice. like Chinese food. Ay ay ay. What does he say? Hi ya. What is it? Hi-ya. Uncle Roger. Uncle Roger. He, he yeah. makes me laugh. So anyhow, but yeah, so that's what it reminded me of. Uh, yeah. It was really cool to yeah. see all the different, the different props. That they uh-huh. use for the night market. Uh-huh. I like the old lady with the bird cage. The for mere a hat. fact, no, the mere fact of getting <laughs> to the okay to the market in the subway. So let's so we'll let's talk about the let's just talk about the night market scene because it's all the whole. Well, let's talk about why they're going to the night market, right? 
Well, of course, we want to get rid of uh, unions, right? I mean, they <laughs> suck. They impede the, the progress of business. <laughs> and, of course, let's get rid of those things so that we can actually control the workers. Nadia right? has proven herself to be a supreme capitalist. Yes. Um, which just kill them if they don't want to yes. do um, Yeah, the wraiths were really funny. And the handing off of the... Car- so let's talk about the comedy. The cards for communication that they were handing to the guide. Yes. And the guide reading them out loud was like, that was really funny. I, another thing, so the comedy, I do like how the guide just showed, like, she surprises everybody with, like, her movements. Like, that's been from the very beginning. They haven't let that go. It's such a good uh, comedy beat. And I'm like, and I'm always like, it's so easy to do. It'd be so easy to film. There's no special effects. They just turn the camera and she's there. Like, you're... It's just a matter of editing, and it's fucking brilliant. Um, but yeah, I did like how Nadia was like a ruthless capitalist, and it's just like, just kill them. That it's makes so me funny. fall in love with her more and more every day. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm the opposite. I'm pretty much like, yeah. um, like a, I, I like a bleeding heart liberal. Like any, I mean, I think compared to most of our friends, I am right. I think so. Don't you think? Sure. I lean a little bit in that direction. But so that I did find it really funny. I yes. think that was adorable. Yes. It made me laugh. And of course, time. they have to take advantage of the material that they have, right? Right. I mean, come on. They're right. they're operating the nightclub uh-huh. out of the oldest freaking vampiric library in the Western Hemisphere. Think about that. You can't be paying your employees. You can't. You're not getting any revenues. They're 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 they have the perfect um, setup. I cut that jalapeno like an hour ago, and I just touched my nose. This is bad. <laughs> Thank God you only touched your nose. Amen. Amen, my dear. Amen. Yes. I'm suffering. Um, Hold on. Okay, do you think the pain that I'm suffering is like the never-ending pain that the wraiths suffer? Do you yes. think I need some water of the lily? No. <laughs> you should take it like a human woman. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. I'm suffering a little bit. What were we talking about before my face caught on fire? <laughs> about how the nightclub was not making any revenues yet, and the fucking employees were already friggin' bitching about their pay and everything They're else. They're upset because they're forced to sleep in a storage closet and they whoa, get no breaks. Whoa, I think it's fair. Hello. hello. I think it's fair. The nightclub just opened up. Just wait until it makes some money so that she can invest in better... Um, living arrangements. Oh, they're making money, but I think the problem is is that they've killed four human beings, which isn't that big of a deal. She says they've killed five people have died. Four were human, so we don't know what the fifth one was. Right. right? Yeah, I, I thought that setup was good, and it, and it offered like the perfect transition into the night market, because Nadia has to find something to placate the wraiths, and, the, yes. and she's not going to placate them by giving them a living wage <laughs> or any benefits. Of course Fuck not. Fuck that. So I thought that that was funny. So that that like pivots us towards getting on the subway. What did you think about? It was amazing because have you ever been in a subway? Well, I've yes, we subway. have the one in Barcelona. We went on yes, Barcelona, which was actually much nicer than the metro here in Miami. 
The Metro here in Miami is a toilet. So you you've been to the Metro Miami, but if you ever jump in a subway anywhere else around the world Are they at toilets? peak hour. Are they fart trains? They're fart trains. Yes. I'm gonna take the fart so train. So let me tell you a little story about my grandfather taking the train back in the nineteen fifties and sixties. He really did make it a fart train. Yeah, because he would he hated the fact that the train was so packed. Uh-huh. Um, and he couldn't get a seat after having worked for such a long time that he right. would stop over at the deli and get Limburger cheese, uh, about a pound of Limburger cheese with him. And then he would get to the train station. And as soon as he got on the train, he would open up the bag of Limburger cheese and he would have the whole wagon to his sweet sour self. Yeah. Cause your father, your grandfather... Mm-hmm. Was an energy vampire. Yes. For sure. Yes. Because he loved watching, ma- making people uncomfortable. Excuse me while I pour something to drink. That's fine. Some sort of so, uh, I, I understand exactly what that guy did. Oh, like he was clearing out the train with his farts. He was clearing out the train with his farts. Uh, it actually, he like, knew who his audience was. What's funny about it is that by... So, it wasn't just the fact that he was farting and being bad... He was, like, making, like, a literal stink that human beings couldn't handle, like Guillermo. So it was, like, a magical fart. Right. Those were magical farts. Right. Those farts were magic. <laughs> Unlike other farts that's that a magic... get on the friggin' subway that's a magic and they kill fart. you. Oh, yeah. There are... Listen, I've been on a bad... I've been on bad trains before. You know what it is to be in the middle of fucking winter? Oh, I've seen human shit on the metro. Yeah, and people don't shower and don't use fucking deodorant because it's a winter time. We don't know what that is here in Miami. That's true. No, but people stink here in Miami because we're all sweating. The problem with South Florida, South Florida smells like... If you go to downtown Miami, downtown Miami smells like three things. Human urine... B.O. and weed. <laughs> That's what it smells like. Yeah. You're welcome. This yeah. has been sponsored by uh, the city Miami, Miami Council. <laughs> and the Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. Anyway, so moving on. So the fart train transitions. So yeah, so I, I loved it because it was a fact that shit like that happens on trains. Mm-hmm. So mm. yeah, that was awesome. It reminded me of that really great John Mulaney joke about how like the moment before a mariachi band starts to play. <laughs> That's how, like, he comes in with, like, if somebody walked into a train car I was in with a speaker and started talking, immediately I'd be gone. Yeah. I was like, I I can barely tolerate human beings being on their cell phone on speaker. I'm sure as fuck not going to tolerate your goddamn karaoke machine. Definitely not. You could fuck right off with that. Like, I'm done. Like... <laughs> Fucking guy. <laughs> and I'm done. Fucking guy. <laughs> so, yeah, the fart train was great. And it was a really great setup. And um, Guillermo's, like, vomit face made me nauseous. I love the fact that they introduced Colin Robinson to the night market as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a great opportunity for him to see uh, the night market. I love how he talks about, also, uh, Nandor talks about the Italian festivals uh-huh. in New York because uh-huh. they have something similar to the night oh, market. Wait, that and was Nandor talking about. It reminds it? me, no? yeah, yeah, it reminds okay. me back of the days of The Godfather mm-hmm. where they're doing the, uh, um, 
It's a patron saint that they're doing of the festival in New York. They still do it today. It's in Little Italy. Where they carry the saint through? Yeah. That looks... I mean, if you Google it, he looks exactly like baby Colin Robinson. Yes. No, I'm kidding. But that would be great. Yeah, and... That would be amazing. Right? (laughs) And just walk through it with a baby Colin. How excited was Marwa of going to the fucking thing and she never made it? I felt bad for her. I Actually, I feel really bad for Marwa because she's merely like a placeholder for this fantasy that Nandor has about having like a relationship. And, um, but I mean, to, it, yeah. But then it's it's not real, so I have to remind myself not to feel that badly about it because it's all fake. <laughs> and, you know, she's lived and died already, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's how I get through. So be it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yeah, so they make it to the friggin' subway all the way to the night market. Mm-hmm. Which we have experienced the farting subways. We've we we have established that all subways are farts. Fart trains. Um in the night market, who was like your favorite creature that they encountered? Because they had there was like a The, the gnomes. Then oh really? The fucking gnomes. No, the gnomes were funny. That was really funny. Yeah, because we have a yard full of gnomes. Yeah, I know. I love gnomes. And, and they the gnomes are be funny. aware of the cat. They're scared. <laughs> we do. We have gnomes that are being devoured by a cat in the front yard. Yes. I do like gnomes. I think I think garden gnomes are funny. I feel bad that they're terrified, and that's why they're frozen in fear. That's why they right. stay there. And that makes me feel that makes me feel badly about it. I liked how the the fairies were cockroaches. Cause they that are. might be my favorite thing. That they were just like, it smells like shit. Like they're just. What was it that was it Hellboy, Hellboy the the, the tooth fairies. They ate everybody. Yeah, and it was the same yeah. as in Pam's Labyrinth. Remember? Oh, that's true. Well, that they're both Pam's Labyrinth. Those are both um, Del Toro movies. I know. Yeah, I love like that. He has a really, a really uh, fascinating. Um, what do you say, like, uh, creative, like, Sick. view? Like, he... Yes. No, like, his... He really just sees things in a way and is able to bring them to life He's on brilliant. film. They're, it's just so... Sorry, Taika, but, yeah, Del Toro is Well, Taika's funny. Like, yeah. he takes things, and everything yes. has, like, a funny little um, twist, twist. And I think... Or they, not. With a message behind it. Well, everything has a little drop of silly in it, everything Yes. A silliness, a sweetness, um, where Del Toro is just kind of like dark and dark. sick and twisted and wonderful. Like it's yes. just lush. His visuals are lush. Yes. That's what I wanted to say. True. Very lush. And so, um, yeah, I enjoy those movies a lot. Anything that he does, I want to see it because I'm just interested. Um, Doug Jones was in that movie, Pants Ladder. Yes. He played the... Uh, the the one with the played, eyes. Yeah. He, and I think he did... I think he did a couple creatures in that movie because you just slap that guy with some makeup. That guy's fucking amazing. Around. Yeah. Oh yeah. So here, I like the the cobbler. Yes. It. That looks like there were a bunch of creatures that looked like they could be right on a Jim Henson's creature shop. Right. Right. It was it like Muppets? Mm-hmm. I wonder if they used the Muppets as inspiration. Oh, if everybody uses it. Especially everybody well, uses it. Probably... Oh, that was the other thing I thought of. Night market. I also thought of um, Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. We, the only thing that's missing is David Bowie's codpiece. And then yes. it would be like perfection. But there you go. In the Ikea. 
The Ikea joke was good. The Valkyries. The Ikea joke was good. That was yes. a good joke. With the Valkyries. <laughs> that was a really good joke. I don't know why you would have to sell furniture and meatballs, but there you go. I'm not going to judge someone's culture. No. It was such a funny little, like, um, silly little joke. It was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, this whole thing is just full of great jokes. I liked it. They remind me of my friend Nita. Uh-huh. What did you think about Laszlo trying to, like, um, bring some rationale to, to baby Colin? Like, he, like, he's upset that Colin is living in a world of fantasy. Right, just like you and I. What do you mean? That I live in a world of fantasy? So, yeah, because, oh. um, you grew up. Oh, yeah, that's or true. fantasy. That's true. I grew up non-fantasy. That's right, true. the only fantasy that I had was Jules Verne, right? Right. Um, looking or, at uh, at those things and, and right. But other than that, it was like the real Grimm brothers. How uh, Snow White was not a happy ending kind of story. But even that is a fairy tale, right? So we right. accepted like even the original Grimm. Um, fairy tales they're rather grim but those yeah. are still fairy tales they're still witches they're still curses they're right. still godmothers it's still magical and there's still an but it's more of a realistic thing you think like, so well like he's like fuck that it was a lady that couldn't afford the shoes so right. you know so that's the yeah. thing is like yeah, you believe these are fairies. This is what fairies look like. They're shit. They're but it's still mad. So what's funny about it? So it opens his eyes from yeah. being like the little fairy tales that our children read, uh, uh, being like little fairies. No, like and I'm a, the, I'm no longer a boat. Now I am a fairy. <laughs> no longer. Kind of slip a David Tell joke in there. Um... Okay, so to backtrack, so you're saying that Laszlo's like, it. What's interesting? So they're living. What I find funny about it, right, is that they're vampires. They are magical. There's witches. There's things that are magical. Vampires are not but, magical. Yes, they are. Vampires are immortal. Immortal, but they live in the supernatural realm. Right. So they're supernatural. But they're you know able what? to see the real shit, not the allegoric. Right, so he's that like humans make it seem. This these these fairy tales are telling you the real story about the supernatural. Right. I'll show. Okay, so that's interesting. Uh, I got a little deep there for a moment. Yes. Yes. Interesting. Okay, I can accept that. I can accept that. Yeah, I, I like that whole storyline. I thought that was really cute. Like a lot of people are like, oh, the Virgin Mary, the Virgin Mary, the Virgin Mary. Well. If she hadn't been like 13 years old, she probably wouldn't have been a virgin, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> exactly. Well, they got married off at a very young age, right? Exactly. So, but that is a fairy tale. <laughs> right? Uh, what does Gigi think? My my spirit guide says that I am correct. She is always going to agree with you. Right? Yeah, sometimes. There you go. There you go. Thank you for being on our podcast. That's our guest uh, star today, Gigi. The other, so a couple of the creatures that I enjoyed, I liked um, the German nudist. Yes. The emperor with no clothes. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, oh, so you've never been 
Where? To Germany? No. To the beach where the Germans yeah. usually go. Oh, no, no, no. And we call them the sunbathing turtles. I went to, I went to Club Med. No, no, no. I'm talking about here, our local uh-huh. backyard. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you a story. That I went to Club Med and it was full of German tourists and none of the women wore their tops. And I have never wanted to be German more than during that trip. And had I not been with um, our friend Trisha, I would have been topless. Because she was like, she's like, don't take off your top. I'll never look at you the same again. I was like, well, obviously, it's all just boobies. This is just our body. Why are we being precious about it? And she just would not let me. I was like, in respect for you, I'm not going to go topless. Because I felt like, here are these women that are like 50 years old and they don't give a brick because it's not a big deal over there. Nor should it be over here. Hashtag free the nipple. Exactly. And so, German nudist, I salute you in your black, wait, your black dress socks, you weirdo. Yes. Um, but I also like the joke of, like, if they think that um, you're a human, they're going to want to eat you, just tell them you're an orc. And so, when Guillermo tells them he's an orc, they believe him. I'm like, man, people Even are the so smell. Yeah, he smelled them. He's like, oh, my bad. What would you tell... Oh, I thought about this. So, if you were at the night market... And you had to come up with a cover, like, on the fly. What would you tell a creature you were so they would think that you were supernatural? That I was Shrek. That you were an ogre. That was an ogre. You were an ogre? I was thinking witch. And then I would threaten to steal their semen. Oh, well, that's a different story. (laughs) And then watch all the vampires scatter. (laughs) That was, like, my... (laughs) I had that thought today. You gotta have a backup plan. You never know. Yeah, I you know. You can get off a fart train, end up in a night market, and then you're gonna have to find a cover until right. you can find the fart train back. And what if you end up where? In a familiar fight club. Oh, let's talk about the familiar. Fight let's club. talk about it. Let's talk about it. First rule of familiar fight club: let's <laughs> not talk about it. <laughs> Well, we're going to have to talk about it because that's what this podcast is. Oh my God. You're not supposed to talk about the Fight Club. Fight Club rules. Um, I was so... I'm going to bring you friggin' what's his name, Edward Norton, and show you around and tell you that the first rule is... Yeah, I've only seen that movie once. Oh, good for you. I don't think I need to see it more than once. I kind of hated it. Oh God. I hated it so much. But the I'm fight scene of man. the guy, the fight scene of the guy smoking, is just like out oh, of fight club. it was like a nod to Fight Club. That's what I thought. Yes, yeah. I like that where he had the cigarette. I also like how he was kind of fighting, like he thought he was in like an old timey boxing movie with the, the capoeira kind of thing like too. Yeah, it's a bad capoeira kick. Like I was, yeah. The announcer was really funny. Like he was cracking me up, just like. Calling all the familiars pieces of shit. I just thought that was funny. In that bag of dog Because that's what food. they are. I know. They're nothing to them. They're just expendable. Exactly. Um, Even Colin Robinson, he was fed from a dog bowl. That's so true. You know, Kamchakula. Yeah, so Wait, do you remember when they locked... Um, when they had Guillermo locked up and they were just giving him... Like, Oreo cookies raw, and were, No, they were giving him chicken, oh, remember? Yeah, chicken, raw, raw chicken. chicken? But true. he would just, like, walk out in the middle of the day, go get something to eat, and then come back and sit... I was like, this guy, he's too much. Yeah, so, anyway, going back to Fight Club. Um, I, I have to say, like, I was watching it, and I was really impressed with, like, um, Harvey's moves, because... 
choreograph fighting like that can't be easy you have to have good timing you like but then i remembered i think he's a dancer like he's been in a couple like musicals so i mean it would have to be kind of similar to that you know but um but yeah i really liked how i just love how they gave like a chubby guy superpowers because it doesn't happen often he's he's amazing he's he's so good at like uh, what they called him Darth Small. Right? Yeah, like, oh, Small. look at this shit. <laughs> oh, so there was one part that I caught um, where Nandor, like, he's winning. Like, Guillermo's winning every fight, like, every match. And Nandor goes, that's my fucking guy. Like, that instead of fucking guy. It was so good. It was so good. Everything about that fight was so good. And I loved how, like, Nandor didn't want to kill him. And I'm not so sure if four seasons ago that would have been the same. It seems like he's become right. Like yeah. I think the first season, I don't, I don't think he would have cared so much. But he genuinely has a respect and a fondness for him. I, I think that's the key: respect, yeah. um, fondness, care. Yeah. I don't know so much because you know he has no feelings. So. No, no, no. I think Nandor does care. I think Nandor, as much as he can, right? He's a very selfish person. But I think he's a bad boyfriend to Guillermo. I think he's like the 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 worst boyfriend you can have, right? He's withholding. Um, <laughs> he's selfish. And he only gives him, like, moments of appreciation. Bad boyfriend. There's people that want them to get together, and it should never happen. He's a horrible partner. Yeah, he should not be with Guillermo. Does so much. He could do so much better than him. <laughs> the thing is I, how he did not allow... Guillermo to kill a vampire. Well, because oh yeah, because otherwise they would have taken him out. They he would have been overwhelmed, and it would have put a target on not only mm. Guillermo's back but also Nandor's back. Right. So that was really smart to pivot away to just you know kill your friend. Hilarious. Um, I think th- I thought that was a really smart. The fight movie. scene between these two is hilarious. The fight scene was so good. How many innocent people died? If you don't mind me saying, though. That Nandor with the with the sword was really sexy. If you don't like saying, and I and I was just like he like he really was like he like I saw like a power like I like they really showed they were able to convey the fact that that was a skill set that Nandor would have had from back in his younger days. Like I felt that they brought that through, right? Like he had the one arm up, and then he was swinging swinging the sword, but then. the, so, the other yeah. thing is like how he kicked out the MC and he took over <laughs> okay. and he started working uh-huh. the crowd. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh my god, here comes the new MC. Oh he's yeah, when he kicked him off of the crowd, crowd work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, when he gets fuck, the crowd, that was like, awesome. There's a really good part that happens um, like when they go upstairs in the scaffolding and I didn't catch it until, let me see if I can get to it here, but um, I didn't catch it until later on, but it's when... Um, Nandor has the sword, and he's accidentally killed, like, two people near him. Um, but he's Again, coming at the many, camera, yeah. right? I didn't catch this on first view. I only caught on the second view. But um, Guillermo goes behind the cameraman, and he's like, Stop hiding behind Greg! <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's so funny. Harvey posted um, the rehearsal. Oh, yeah? On Instagram. I'll see if I can pull it up for you. So I saw that scene before I saw it no here. Yeah, he's, yeah, he posted it on Instagram. It was really it. good. 
Yeah, so it was really, really funny. Wait, let me let me back it up a little bit so you could see that part. But yeah, like right here where he's got the sword, he's got the arm up. I mean, he he looks like he could be like in a um, blockbuster movie. Stop hiding behind Greg. <laughs> yeah, and then they make the deal. They make the deal at the end for for Guillermo to pretend to be dead. I thought that was really of nice. course, because yeah. otherwise, how is he gonna get out of here? Yeah. And they're like, remember to remove your corpses, your familiar corpses. Yeah. No, this this episode was wonderful. I every dollar spent was worth it. Like they really just did build they built the world out of what we do in the shadows, like a little bit more. And I think us as fans like really appreciate oh, yeah. it. Yeah. You know? Definitely. And like and it always makes me laugh because even when it's like dark, there's something so silly happening, right? It's just amazing. I'm I'm always like um I'm always laughing my ass off. And tickled. Yes. Yeah. Because yes. I like the fantasy, just like anything you vampire do. makes me happy. You Even do. if it's garbage vampire yes. shit, I'll watch it. Yes, unfortunately. I know, like garbage I've been watching on Netflix. Yes. Garbage, but they're taking it off in September and I feel like I Thank need to finish God. watching it. It's going to be removed, but I feel like thank it's God. It's really bad. I'm not even making you watch it. No, thank Vampire you. Diaries, that's what I'm watching. Yeah, shite. Um, it's, it's not cohesive. It doesn't, it's not consistent. It doesn't make any sense. At least this kind of like falls Now, apart. when Nadja goes into the apothecary. Okay, oh, that guy looked, and I showed you, looked just like one of the characters from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, I forget his name, but, um, oh, that scene I showed you where they were playing poker for kittens. Right. <laughs> but how much does it look like, I don't know, like, Sons of Anarchy? Like, oh, the shirt? Uh, not only the shirt, but the whole scene, because it, it, it's, like, supposed to be, like, an old pharmacy. Yeah. But inside is, like, there's all this, like, biker shit going on oh, inside yeah, the store. Oh, that's true. That's how she was able to get him to want the shirt. Exactly. Oh. Even his his jacket, he was his wearing a vest, a leather that... vest. Okay, so... With with all the labels for okay, the different you. clubs. I didn't even catch that. Oh, I, like, yeah. honestly, I've seen this twice. I didn't even catch that. And that... But see, that's the... So, here's one of the reasons why I like this show, right? There's not exposition. They don't do a lot of exposition. No. Um, the details and everything are there visually, and um, they show they don't tell, right? Correct. And so that's why which going back great. and watching... I know, because they're not talking down to the audience, God. which is very obnoxious. What was this show? Oh, God. Which one? The first season was great. Oh, yeah. What? The, um, the one with the galaxies. Um, oh, Orville. The no. Orville. The Orville. How the first seasons were great, and then the following were like, the, the last one is like all talky-talky, no ping-pong. I, I honestly, I don't understand what's going on, and maybe I need to like get a little further into the season, but I felt like the first two episodes were just, full, it was just full exposition. Yeah. Um, it's getting amazing reviews. People are like, this is the best trick. And I'm like, um, no. get away with that, because um, Strange New Worlds is the best new trick. Like, by far. I know, you're right. Like, I feel like, um, number one, your cat has opened the blinds. Sweet. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, hi, honey. So people are going to see me naked? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, right. Robert films this naked. 
No, he's just wearing shorts. That's why we don't do video. We only do audio. <laughs> no, you're just wearing shorts. You just never wear hey, shirts. Hey, Doug, how are you? That's our neighbor dog. <laughs> No, I think I think that's one of the things that I really like about this show is that it respects the audience in yes. that they're not over explaining things. So it's I'm gonna have to go back and watch that again just so I can clue in and make those connections visually. They told that story without telling that story because she's not like, hey, biker Joe, you want this shirt? Like if there's none of that, right? And it's the stupidest oldest shirt of it's any biker so will ever wear. Yeah, but her. So her, if you read this, the bitch would, fell off. Would a police officer have a shirt that has a misogynistic phrase and mocks safety laws? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so fucking funny. That's so funny. Yeah. No, that was that was a good episode. I really liked it. Was it was a great episode. And the fact that Colin Robinson lost all fucking interest on bullshit stories and he wanted to know the He real didn't things. lose interest. I think he just wants Laszlo's favor. You think so? I think so. I think that, um, oh, and he's reading In Cold Blood by Truman Capote, which is a whole other story that we were talking about the other day. Um, yeah, no, I think he just did that to be sweet, honestly. I really do. I think all in all, it was a great episode. I think uh, it, uh, it brought up so many... Um, relevant pictures of different fantasy worlds. Yeah. Yeah. And sewed it all together. And or movies from the past that makes you familiar with this whole uh, vampire Like supernatural. Like it really just brought like all those supernatural creatures it brought them all together. Interestingly that it started out with Colin's fascination with fairy tales, mm-hmm. and then they walk through a night market that's full of fairy tales. Now, granted, they're fairy tales that are covered in shit. Like, you get off a fart train to see shit fairies. Yes. Like, but um, it's still fucking great. Yes. <laughs> they managed to, like, bring it all together, which I thought was really fantastic. So, anytime, like, I really do enjoy when they bring in, like, those other... Uh, supernatural things. And they bring in like funny movies. Like, what was the last season we thought there was things that were mixed in from Monty Python and, yeah. and Benny Hill? There are like a lot of little nods, little jokes, little Easter eggs that they bring in in yes. different places. I mean, and the, the character design of that demon at the biker shop was definitely um, a nod to Buffy. Like, it certainly was. Okay. Like, no, I'm telling you, I showed you the yeah, character no, you design. Did. Yes. Just like it, yes. With the ears and everything. Um, so there's all those little, like, pieces that, like, come together. So I, I always enjoy that, because, you know, I'm crazy like that, so. You yeah, are. Yeah, you yeah. Are. Yeah, so, that was good. Well, well, this was fun. I like sitting around talking about this with you. Right? It's, it was a fun episode. It had a lot of, uh, things that we could talk about, a lot of interesting interactions. Well, the night market was full of fun stuff. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wait, we didn't talk about the wraiths at the end. When she gave, when Nadja brought them the Lily of the Nile. Right. Which is an actual thing. So, so the issue is, of course, the Lily of the Nile was a thing that uh, supposedly had... Um, there is, there's a plant. Yes. And it has um, psychotropic... Of course. Yeah, in that area. 
Yeah. And it's rumored that the Egyptians used to trip on it. Right. Which explains those pyramids. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know this shit. Maybe, maybe the jeroglyphic stuff. May, yeah, maybe like the dog gods and shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe that's what it explains. Uh, but the negotiations, <laughs> it reminded me very much of uh, what a shop steward was for the Union. Yeah. That was the guy that drove oh, the, the guy fucking Cadillac. That ran it. Took the payoff and then was like, listen, guys, we're not going to be able to get exactly what you want when he's got his pocket full of cash. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then they just ate him. And then she ended up giving them what they wanted him more anyway, which was pretty great. Right. I enjoyed all that. But typically in a union, that's how it would work. That's the guy driving the new Cadillac. That's the guy yeah. driving the new Lincoln. Yeah. The well, it isn't Staten or, Island. No, isn't that, of course like, not. notorious for... Or am I thinking the Jersey? Oh, it's it's the same thing. Same it's thing. a whole same part of the world. Is it? Yeah, Teamsters, I am whatever else you want to call it. <laughs> the pipe layers. The, yeah, I mean, I, I just I thought that was like a fun. The thing. metal workers union and yeah. so on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, you see Tony Soprano. That's, that's what I was thinking. Tony Soprano, truck, right? So that's exactly what it is. Yeah, I felt bad for the race though that it said that the only relief they get from the pain of being a wraith and i was like all oh, these poor guys are miserable all the time <laughs> again feeling bad for things that are not they real don't exist it's <laughs> not real <laughs> well that's part of yeah. my charm i guess again she had to learn uh l-e-r right labor employee relations uh-huh. uh tactics uh-huh mm-hmm. you uh, think she googled it I'd, probably not probably not no no I don't think they've Googled um, anything ever since they got the threatening emails from Bloody Mary. Correct. <laughs> but I think it was an experience that she had to gain, and uh, I think it worked out very well for her. I mean, I think it worked out fine for her, but she's still, like, she's worse off than she was before. But, uh, you know, they deserve, to, they deserve more than a storage shed to sleep yes. in. Storage closet. Yeah, no, yes. this is a good time. I enjoyed it. Indeed. So, um, I think we covered everything. I think we covered everything. I'm looking at my notes. I really don't see anything else other than the fart train. Oh, I will say there was one thing that Laz, I wrote it down, that Laszlo said to Colin when they were in the night market. And he said, grownups lie to children when the children, when the truth is too horrifying for them. (laughs) And I was like, and then he follows it up with, and sometimes too boring. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I was like, oh man, that was like deep. So sometimes like Laszlo is um, just so lovable. I know, right? You know? Um, yeah. True facts. True facts by Laszlo. <laughs> Those witches will try to steal your semen. <laughs> and Listen ducks have nine inch penises. Oh, no, that's Morgan Freeman. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Morgan Freeman has that fact. Yeah. <laughs> True Facts of the Fantasy World by Laszlo Cravensworth. Oh my goodness, can you imagine? Rumpelstiltskin, more like Rumpeldickskin. <laughs> What's dickskin? Exactly. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, well I think we should... Thank you, thank you. Thanks, and I uh, really appreciate this episode. Um, hopefully our fans will uh, like this episode. Any comments, suggestions, please feel free to... Tweet us. Tweet, tweet away. Us. Tweet, tweet away. away. Uh, go into a social media, talk to us, let us know what would you like to hear about. And um, with that being said, um, I bid you... Bat! <laughs>